Will you please welcome our guest moderator, TV and Reviews Editor of Heat Magazine, and also a regular TV and Radio Pundit and Broadcaster, Boyd Hilton. Hi. Thanks. Now, now I'll begin. Um, thanks so much for coming on Halloween night. Um, obviously, it's a very special night. But instead of having horrific people up on stage, you've got two of the most handsome, hunky, brilliantly talented actors on TV at the moment. I'll introduce them in a minute. But just to remind you, Downton Abbey is the most popular show on TV right now. Last week, it was watched by about 13 million people, which is pretty much unheard of. I said this last week when we had Hugh Bonneville here as well, but I'm saying it again. Um, and it's absolutely a phenomenon on TV, and I'm sure that's why you're here. I've never seen this many people here at an Apple event. I don't know about anyone else. Um, so thanks very much for coming. I'm going to ask some fantastically incisive questions for a bit when they come on, and then I'm going to throw them to you guys. So do be thinking of questions. Ask anything you like within reason. Um, Rob, afterwards, has got to go and do the Alan Carr show, but Alan will be staying to sign some autographs, so if you want to get an autograph from Alan, um, stick around for that, and don't, don't throw yourself at him, just, you know, be, be nice and polite, and it'll be fine. But to begin with, let's remind ourselves, as if we need reminding, about Downton Abbey. When does Grandmama arrive? I'm so looking forward to seeing your mother again. When I'm with her, I'm reminded of the virtues of the English. But isn't she American? Exactly. From war and peace, Downton still stands, and the Crawleys are still in it. I feel quite nervous. Don't be. You've got the skill, and you've got the willingness. But he hasn't got the experience. He's right. Pay no attention. You have a nice manner, Alfred. You're not vain like Thomas. Are you really that tall? Yes, my lady. Thought you might have been walking on stilts. <laughs> I do hope to be seeing a bit more of you. Oh, I should like that very much. Much more than I probably ought to. I don't see what can come of it. Probably nothing, and my next idea will probably lead to nothing, and the next, and the next. But one day, something will occur to us, and we'll follow it up, and the case against you will crumble. Do you never doubt? No. Are you really telling me that all the money is gone? I'm afraid so. An aristocrat with no servants is as much use to the county as a glass hammer. <laughs> Are you worried for your job, Mr. Mosley? Oh, heavens no. No, 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 no. I'm essential to Mrs. Crawley. Essential. But he strikes me as a very interesting addition to the family. Oh, here we go. I say he should come here and fight his corner. Why don't they just murder the entire population and then you wouldn't hear a squeak out of any of them? Is there any way to shut him up? If I knew how to control him, he wouldn't be here in the first place. Please, Tom. We don't need to wear everyone out. What's the matter? Am I not being polite? I don't know why you're all getting so hot under the collar. He's only a grubby little chauffeur chap in case you'd forgotten. Be silent this instant, sir. Tomorrow, let's ask the servants to come up and dine with us. It'll make things easier. <laughs> I'm not dressing a chauffeur. He is not a chauffeur now. I'm not often as one with Mr. Barrow, but no. Do you think we should say something to your mother when she gets here? No. She'll go into state mourning and cast a pall over the whole proceedings. Thank God she missed tonight's drama, or we'd never hear the end of it. Don't worry. She'll bring enough drama of her own. But if we can disagree over something as fundamental as this, then shouldn't we be brave and back away now? You won't be happy with anyone else while Lady Mary walks the earth. What I say is a good man, my lady. Oh, God, Matthew, how can you be so disappointing? Mary, please. No, don't you see what this means? It means that you're not on our side, Matthew. It means that deep down you're not on our side. So let's meet the two hottest stars of Downton Abbey. 
Alan Leach and Rob James Collier. Hello. Take a seat. Thank should we, you. Should we vogue it up? Milking, two, milking two, it, Rob. Two hottest stars. The two hottest stars. Dame Maggie's not going to be happy when she's nah, sorry. She is sorry. a freak. She'll just have to deal with it, frankly. We've got um, symmetrical stances. Is that like good? It. Is that good? It's good feng shui. Is this like a problem it. for anyone? <laughs> just let us know. They, they just did a photo <laughs> shoot um, backstage, and they were, they, there was a little bit of frisson between you, I thought, which I said was there like was the ultimate. Moment. That's the dream plot line, I think, for many fans. The two of you. Branson and yeah, Thomas. Totally. Oh, on, a, on a bonnet of a, yeah. an old style car. <laughs> yeah. how, would you, how would you like that? Has someone give you the script for this Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> that is exciting. <laughs> if Julian Fellows has gone down that route, that yeah. we're excited. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, to start with, when you, I, did, I did ask this question last week of your, of your colleagues, Joanne and Hugh, but I'm going to ask you two as well, because it's, it's, it's got to be asked. When you first were sent the scripts for this show, did you, think, did you know then, oh, this is really something special? Or did you just think, oh, this is just another period drama and it sounds fine? I was like, what is that? That's never going to happen. That's never going to yeah. be sick. That is terrible. Julian who? <laughs> <laughs> Dame Maggie what? Yeah. Uh, I go on, you answer, because I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not joined ready to be serious I joined, yet. <laughs> <laughs> I joined it halfway through, so the guys yeah. had already started filming and everything yeah. else, so I, only, I never got the first script. I only got oh, episode four. Yeah. No, and, uh, but I was still going, but the writing's really good, you know, yeah. and then... Met him for the first time. <laughs> Sorry about bad that. casting, but uh, you know, yeah. uh, when I got it, it was yeah, it was Julian Fellows who wrote it. He got the uh, Oscar for Gosford Park. Dave Maggie yeah. was in it. Hugh yeah. Bonneville, Brendan Kyle. It was a who's who of British actors. So of course I thought, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be part of it. Yeah. Why, why, why are they sending it me? There must, there must be some mistake. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. And did you know kind of pretty much what your character was going to be like, didn't you, from those first scripts that you read? Did you think, did you have a, an inkling of how they'd develop as well? Or did I know he was going to be gay? Did you know he was going to be gay? Yeah. That's the question I'm, 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 be, I'm working around. It'd be nice of him to tell me, wouldn't it? Yeah. You, you know, because yeah. yeah. however many series you're going to be rolling around on the floor with men. Yeah. You, you want to be yeah, told that you before you, you yeah. know, just so you can tell the missus, Absolutely. to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you, I can't, I did know pretty much that he was gay and he was I won't say evil misunderstood yeah and he was he was a little bit bitter towards his fellow man so I knew all that yeah it was quite um, in depth the background and did you like the idea of getting into a juicy kind of quiet borderline evil character um, misunderstood misunderstood uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course because the devil's always got better tunes right and yeah. it's always good to get your take your angst out on screen instead of on people on the tube because you can get arrested that way you yeah. can't get arrested on you know you trip someone up yeah um, yeah. On the show, you can't get arrested. You do That's that on the true. tube. Apparently, it's assault. We should say that you, you we started slightly late because you got caught, didn't you? Oh, blame tube. me! Well, I'm just saying. I'm blame just explaining. Me. Sorry, guys. I'm it wasn't me. It was the driver. And you had to like, run up Oxford that Street. That you booked. <laughs> I had to run up Oxford Street. Yeah, to, to be run. So Robbers run up Oxford Street. And I've got a bit of a dab on just to be here. For yeah. I, I, I didn't even know people were going to be here. I thought it was just going to be a. Did you see three of us in a room? Yeah. Talking, or maybe the two of you. <laughs> I, know. I mean, it's great that you are here. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know there was going to be no. this many people. That's why I'm babbling. That's fair enough. Okay. And Alan, what did you think of your character? And did you know that your character was going to make a kind of more of a, have a more of a journey, if I can use that awful word? No, but I was, I was literally hired for three episodes, which oh, were wow. uh, four, six, and seven. Yeah. yeah. And then I kind of went, well, it's been lovely. I'll yeah. Because well for you, see you now. And then they called when they were going to, they got commissioned for the second series and said, we'd like to have you back. And then that was only supposed to be for the second series. And then I got a call saying, we'd like you back for the third. Because you're so amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think you had something to do with it, did you, Rob? Well, you know. Yeah. 
in, I, in, I slept in, with someone. I don't know, remember why or where, but I know it benefited someone's career at some stage. No, that was me. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying you put in a word for him. You, you're, you're, tra- you're claiming no, you're no, no, you, p- the last person. Listen, you've, you've seen what I'm like. The last person you want putting a word in for you is me. Yeah. Right. Because he would true. never have him back. Do you? Do either of you get to kind? Do you get involved? Do you speak to Julian, the, the creator, at all about your characters? And do you, you know, do you talk to yourself? Oh, I quite like to do this, or I quite like to do that, or just. Or I, that? I, I'm not one of them actors. A lot of actors do, but I think, listen, there's 21 of us on the show. If he's got 21 babies crying at him all the time, he's gonna, he's gonna do his head in. So yeah. I leave him to get on with it, and I, he, re, he hopefully reacts to what I do on screen, and, and I've seen that, and he's right. He can, he'll follow what you do and start writing more for the traits you show on screen. So that's the way I prefer to so do it. So what kind of traits of yours has he, has he picked up on, do you think? Well, I think the, the, these are vulnerabilities that we're seeing in Thomas now, particularly in this series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're seeing frailties and an emotional side that perhaps we didn't see there before. So we're seeing the complexity of him. And also, I think he's got a little bit of humour to him as well, which yeah. he's, you know, he's wrote in a few nice sort of witty barbs. Okay, they're always malicious and, and evil, <laughs> yeah. and and you know about destroying someone's soul in its entirety. But <laughs> nevertheless, they're funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your character's a bit of a kind of quite a firebrand. He's getting quite political. Is yeah. that something you kind of liked portraying? I like portraying it. I mean, I, I was wary of it. I'll, I'll be honest. That when when it came to when we got the scripts for the series three, you know, yeah. you don't want to become well as well a stereotypical Irish, you know, Republican. And sure. I, I was a bit afraid of that. Sure. But then you have to trust. I mean, it, it, Julian Fellows is writing the show. You trust his writing and, yeah. and you go with it, you know? Yeah. And of course, the Hughes character is, is the one who's kind of, he's being quite bigoted about you. So yes. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. So, so exactly. You're not actually coming across uh, in that way. You're not yeah. being bigoted at all. Yeah. But, but it, is, it, it is, you know, something that is interesting to play. And I suppose it was a challenge. And I suppose one of the things is you're like, if I can make this easier for myself, maybe, you know, uh, you would. But Julian... Just, you know, as I say, you trust his writing and you just go to do the best job you can. So you're pretty much one of the unique people who's got to kind of, you've, you've worked, you've acted with the people downstairs and now you've gone upstairs. And yeah, yeah, and have proper scenes with, with yeah. on both sides. Which do you prefer? Uh, it's very different. I mean, careful what you say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it, it is a very different vibe, you know, up in High Clear, I think the, the time constraints and pressure of actually filming in that place make it a very different environment as well, right. you know. And, and also, you, you tend not to have, you know, that there's... A legend in the room a lot of the times. Not saying you're not a legend, but um, Dame Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith. Yes, um, Isis. Isis. Oh, the dog. Isis. Isis the dog. Dog. Oh, Hugh yeah. Bonneville was going on about how much he hated the dog last week. Oh, listen, stop. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. made the papers and everything. What, what, yeah, you, what do you two? How do you two feel about the dog? I love dogs. Cool. <laughs> and I love Isis. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, that, but that dog was pretty difficult. I was in a lot of those scenes with, with, yeah. with him. You got yeah. a lot of dog scenes. Yeah, yeah I, I, a lot of dog scenes. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Can you put your finger on the reasons why it's gone from, you know, a hit to being an absolute global phenomenon? I think it comes down to, personally for me, not for me, Rob, um, it comes down to Julian's ability to, to give you w- w- what has happened to Rob's character. You know, you start with one view of him, and then what he does is he, he completely changes that over the course of be a, be a, a series or two series yeah. or three. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's his ability as a writer. And yeah. personally, that's what I think is really interesting. Well, yeah. Why is it so? Why is it an absolute unique phenomenon? In all the, among all the period dramas and everything? Um, I just think in England it's got something for everyone. There's, there's, you know, there's 21 cat and they've all got such an extensive CV. Someone will have seen them in something else. So there's that crossover. Um, also, Julian's writing, obviously. Dame Maggie Smith's a massive draw. Um, and, it was, uh, and they scheduled it beautifully, a masterclass right after The X Factor. Uh, and, uh, yeah. No, it's true. 
Because you had a crossover from people who would watch The X Factor who would not normally mm. watch period drama, but they give it that, that first 10 minutes a shot. And yeah. then, they, so we've had a crossover from there. In terms of worldwide, America, they're just, they're fascinated because it's a relatively young country. They're fascinated with our heritage and our history um, and the glamour and the opulence upstairs. They've got, like, America's kind of got a, a, a real romantic ideal of England yeah. and that's what Downton shows them on yeah. screen. Yeah. They think we still live like that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they and if there's one thing this country does better than any in, in terms of drama in the world is a period drama. This is our speciality and I think that's why it, you know, and it stems back to our colonial days. England's had a foothold, rightly or wrongly, in pretty much ninety percent of the world. So it it's in all the world's conscious anyway, our country. So this is dealing with our history. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's the that's what's mm made it such a success. That, that almost sounded intelligent. That was very it? intelligent. From that highbrow. They don't like it when I get no, highbrow. I'm going uh, low now. Go back to being yeah. a clown. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't like it when you say big words. Before I throw them to you guys, so be thinking of your questions, and when I do throw them, wait for the mic and everything, all of that, let's go lowbrow. <laughs> Would you do, you know, you've had to do topless scenes oh, yeah. and love scenes and, you know, all that stuff. How do you enjoy, do you enjoy that kind of stuff? Is it embarrassing? Love, to do love scenes are only a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, when your fellow, the, the actor in the scene, when they get pregnant, because right. uh, you've got maintenance issues. <laughs> yeah, um, you've got a child that you didn't want. Yeah, but you've got a commitment. I'm a responsible guy. I've made a commitment, right? Yeah. So I've got a child that I've got to bring up now. Alan, and you, you become sex symbols, though, both of you, aren't you? You, <laughs> you are. Come on. You are. You are. This audience, you aren't are. they? They are sex symbols. I would. Uh, I would totally shag Alan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone would. He's so sexy. Right Anyone would. <laughs> has, it, has it like changed your life in that way, though? Do, do you, are you aware of that? Well, are we getting more sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Have you got people throwing what, themselves what, at what you? What do you want us to say to that? <laughs> yes, I am aware of that. Yeah. I love As a matter it. of fact, I got on the tube the other day and yeah. everyone was staring at me because I'm such a sex. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace what it. You, no, embrace we're it. actors and yeah. we have a laugh now because we don't want to be dullard actors and we want you to enjoy yourselves. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all that matters is the scene. So you do whatever for the scene. Anything yeah. else that comes as a byproduct of the show, like ignore it. The hype around the show, it's about the show. No yeah. one's bigger than the show. No one's yeah. stronger than the show. Yeah. So don't get involved in the hype. Just focus on your job as an actor and get on with life. That is the succinct actor. Uh, answer. Okay. Very good. You can now ask them pretty much anything you want. If you bring it up. There's a lady here in the middle in the front row. The mic is coming along now. <laughs> Looking scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is now, yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, first of all, thank you. You're a huge fan of the show. It's been amazing. It's oh, so far. Well, thank, you. thank you very much. Um, not a hybrid question at all. <laughs> um, since today's Halloween, uh, if they had a Halloween party at Downton, what would Renson and Thomas dress up as? Good. Wow, that's good, a good, good question. question. <laughs> good question. I, I would dress up as a day Maggie Smith in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, it's just any excuse to get his legs out. I'm, hey, I've not shaved them for nothing. These babies are getting shown. Alan? <laughs> Again, I'm not drinking. Hey, that got a clap. Could I go for, uh, as, as Maggie's character's walking stick? <laughs> so, uh, I get to... Yeah. Well, part of me. Yeah. I'll reveal later. Yeah. <laughs> that's a surreal answer. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. So I hope that's answered your question. Ne next question. Yeah, very good question. We go two along. I'll, I'll try and spread it's it around. Like question um, time. Yeah? This is for Alan. Um, I, know <laughs> that <you> <laughs> I know that you. that you originally were going to be a Yorkshire. Um, yeah, Yorkshireman. Yorkshireman. And yep. I wondered whether you could do a rendition of what Branson would be like as oh. a Yorkshire. Oh. <laughs> and he is brilliant at accents as well. 
Come no. on. I can't believe you said that. I can't even remember. I'm not beside him. I can't sit beside him. Well, why don't you do the Yorkshire if it's not going well? Why can't I do my version of Rob? Stevens. Can I do Rob? Do, oh, right. what about if you don't do Yorkshire? Do you not want to do Yorkshire? No. What about you did it for the audition. Come on. Yeah, I did <laughs> because I walked in and they immediately said, no, let's make him Irish. Do, 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 do Julian you. into Dan Stevens into me. This is superb. <laughs> well, well, it better have been. No, I'm not doing that. Go on. I do a little bit of Julian. <laughs> the whole idea is, Al, at the end of the day, Branson has to end up there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's better than any Yorkshire. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. I'm breaking this chair. Anyone over here? Hi. It, it might have already been answered, but um, we thought that you guys were the bromance of Downton, but mm. now... Tom's like in fields with Matthew and wearing his clothes. So yeah. who's it gonna be? <laughs> Not at the same time. Like, uh, yeah. Who's you have it the gonna left be? Leg. You need to decide. Bromance. Uh, yes. Well, so. It's not a serious question at no, all. No, it's not. No. But, uh, <laughs> That's fine. It's a good question. Mm. On screen, bromance has to be Matthew and Tom, but off screen, it has to be you and me. Oh. I feel like that was an answer on like no. take me out or something. <laughs> No wanky. No wanky. You are so beautiful. <laughs> you are so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies standing up there. This is a question for Rob. Funny. I agree with you. Thomas and his magnificent heaving bosom are horribly misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying I've got moves? <laughs> Not at all. Oh, it's there's on a, now. There's a there's a whole following on Twitter talking about your marvelous chest. Really? So I, yeah, oh, I, I actually. What's marvelous about it? I've didn't, they've not seen it in the show, have they? No, we haven't. But you wear a t-shirt very well. Ah, uh, you see, you know what the trick there is? T tight shirt, tighter t-shirts. Get a, a child size, and it makes you look like <laughs> you look, it makes you look bigger. Sorry, what was the question? I was the question. I, I, I'm sorry, you distracted me. Sorry, my um, fault. My question was, I think we, we mostly see Thomas's weaknesses at the moment. Is that a fair representation? Do you see him as being a particularly weak person? Well, um, I, don't, I, well I, I, I don't think weak how. What, um, what, you mean the way he falls for guys and gets his heart broken? No, no, I was thinking if you go back to, for example, what he did during the war and his experience with, uh, you know, trying to sell dubious food and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It feels as if we never see him doing anything positive and really achieving anything. Well, it's, it's an interesting question. Um, my thing, first of all, is why is he like that? And I think... To be gay in Edwardian times, when not only was it against God, well, it still is with some religions now, isn't it? But anyway, uh, not, which I don't condone. Um, not only was it against God, but it was illegal, and you would get locked up, and it would be the end of your career, because you would never work again, so you'd essentially starve. He has this weight on his shoulders. He, he's not ashamed of who he is, yet he can't tell anyone who he is, because as he said, I think, in the last step, no one dares speak out. So he's got this tremendous burden on his shoulders. So if the guy's a bit sort of bitter and, and paranoid and twisted, it's because of this huge cross he's got to bear that he can never let, he can never tell anyone for fear of being found out. He can't, he can't find anyone to be complicit with and trust. So that, that's my part of sticking up for him for why he might be how he is. And maybe going into the black market was a means of becoming self-employed so he didn't have to rely on a reference. He could finance himself and then finally be himself, if you know what I mean. Because if he got, if he got outed, it wouldn't matter because he would be, he'd, he'd have his own income, if you know what I mean. That was my theory. With the war stuff, where they call, called it getting a blighty and he got his hands shot. Now, my first reaction when I read that was that it was the act of a, of a coward. But our historical advisor, Alistair Bruce, was, um, Yoda. he was a Yoda, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jesus. Um, <laughs> he, he was a Falklands veteran. And I won't go in, into what he said to me, but he very kindly took me, Dan, and Thomas Howells, who were all in the trenches in the second one, and he gave us the benefit of his on-the-ground experience, and we're talking hand-to-hand -hand combat. Um, and it was an amazing conversation I'll never forget, and that the hairs were stood up on the back of my neck. And he said it isn't the act of, of a coward. And he changed my thinking on it. To knowingly put your hand up and know it's going to get literally blown, blown to smithereens It is one of the bravest things you can do. And is a marker down for the horrors that they'd experienced in the Somme. Let's not forget, Thomas had been there for two years already. And I wouldn't blame anyone for putting their hand up and getting out of that because, I mean, it was relentless. The research I've done, it was the horrors. You wouldn't blame any man for doing it on the first day. So two years' time to hold your hand up is extremely brave, I think, to last that long. Sorry, I'm really glad you said that, especially with Remembrance Day coming up. I know it's a strange thing to say, yeah. but I think we forget, unless we read things like Private Peaceful or what have you, yeah. we forget what an extraordinary difficult thing it was. And I actually saw that as an act of bravery on Thomas's part yeah. as well. So, Well, that was me speaking yeah. to a veteran and Alistair Bruce very kindly letting me into his world when he didn't have to, and it's a painful world for him. But it changed my complete understanding of it, and hopefully maybe yours, everyone today as well. Thank you. Good question. Thank you very much. Gentleman there, right at the back of. Oh, this is a test for the mic. The man standing out right at the back. She's off again, relay runner. Who the? Where, where is she? She's yeah, still on the way. There, there we go. There. Hi. Hi there. Hello. I have a question for Rob, one for Alan, and one for both. Oh, okay. So, so three that's questions. That's three questions. Oh, yeah, steady. That's easy. I'll be bit very quick. Okay. A little bit cheeky. But yeah. Go on. Cheeky, but I'll be very quick. Don't worry. I think he's going to do a reading. <laughs> and you got notes as well. Wow, carry, I got carry some on. notes as well. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> Rob, I mean, uh, you've got a really interesting background. You've got two degrees in business and marketing. Yeah. And you went on doing modeling and acting. Yeah. How did that happen? I mean, what brought you in this direction? And Alan, I want to ask you. Yeah, just, I'll just ask all three. So I'll just go quickly to something else. You want else to answer afterwards. at the same time as well? <laughs> Sorry, just, go on. Should go I on. just... Yeah, that's fine. Go, yeah, let's go. Yeah, Rob will remember his bit. Yeah, yeah. Alan. Can you remember that? Yeah, I let's go. Three yeah. questions. Okay. Sorry, who, where am I? Alan, you're yeah. coming from... A, <laughs> You were, you were born in Ireland, you studied in Ireland. Yeah. How was it to come and act in such a British atmospherically series such as Downton Abbey? And for both of you, you're both in your 30s, and this series... All right, don't go mentioning <laughs> that. Which is true. You're yeah. over the hill. Well, well I know who my favourite was. <laughs> Downton, Downton Abbey is already a, a huge series. But how would you think about your upcoming career afterwards? Um, okay. Well, the answer to the last one, quickly, I don't. I take every job as it comes. I don't think too far into the future because I got into this in an ad hoc way, as you rightly said. I've got a business studies degree and a marketing master's. Not just a degree, it's a master's. So BA honours, MSc, just saying. Um, <laughs> never used it. Good Best five grand I never spent. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because I got into it in an ad hoc way, I don't look at the next job. I just believe in you're only as good as your last job. Do as... Uh, uh, just concentrate on that, do as good a job as you can, and hopefully that work, in theory, should lead to more work. Alan? I agree completely with that. So do you want to answer your next one? Oh, and the, the, the other one, how did I get... Yeah, I was working in, in an office um, as a marketing assistant after doing my marketing masters. Um, <laughs> and I hated it, and at Ricky Gervais's The Office was on at the time, and I was like, oh my God, that is my office. I, I, don't, I was listening to Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, Great album to listen to, bad one to listen to if you're in a rut. <laughs> I hate where I was, so it's either two options, go find something different or commit suicide. 
I chose to find something different and, and, and somewhere to express myself. And it was complete ser serendipity. It was acting. Once I went to the first acting class, I, I felt like I'd come home. I know it sounds cheesy, but I felt like I'd, I'd found something that I was good at and a place where I sort of belonged. Alan? Yeah, being Irish in the show is kind of important, given that the character's Irish. And doesn't make it... Uh, <laughs> doesn't make it difficult to play it kind of adds to it in, uh, so coming over here and being out of your comfort zone uh, is good for Downton I obviously was over here beforehand doing other things but um, for that yeah, it was, it was also good. half the cast are Irish I mean I'm uh, my mum's Irish Siobhan Finneran Irish Sophie McShear is Irish so she's just Michelle Dockery Michelle Dockery is just his extended family really yeah. the, the, the Irish get everywhere well, you can't stop us <laughs> like Apple Mac we're, we're, we're oh, around the world nice yes. Apple Mac nice. very good thank you for your three questions uh, yeah. yeah there's a lady at the front let's go up back to the front hi and thank hi. you for being here thank my you, question you. is is there a trait in your characters that you feel is underappreciated by the viewers you'd like maybe noticed more or talked about more in, in the show mm, good question yeah. um, good question I think sometimes Branson's passion for what he does can, can be misconstrued as something more sinister in relation to what he believes in. Uh, and the, the, the levels, especially at, at this time in, in Ireland, the troubles and what was happening, uh, I think that people kind of forget how, how, how big that was and how an important a struggle that was for the Irish people. And people then tend to kind of, uh, I think, kind of get annoyed with Branson given the fact that he's so passionate about it but given that they're even outside of it you know living in this beautiful house with a load of servants and suddenly you know they have this guy coming in and basically telling them that that's not exactly how the world works and I think it's kind of important uh, that he has that passion and sometimes I think people can get a bit annoyed about that uh, and Thomas is he, he has a passion for um, he loves unicorns right <laughs> and um he, <laughs> I told you I'd get unicorns in. You did. He loves them, right? And there was a beautiful scene that we shot where he met a unicorn <laughs> in an enchanted wood, and it was a magical moment because they're magical creatures, right? And they cut it. So, and he does the, these a great scene where I do paintings Rob. of unicorns, but it wasn't and all one. over his. Rob, all over it wasn't his one unicorn. It was a brace of unicorns. It was a brace of unicorns. Yeah. And he paints them, and they're all over his bedroom. But they cut it out of the show. So, oh, you see him on the odd wall, but the camera doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't hang on them, so people don't realise that this guy's got a genuine love. You and told me for that was going to be in the Christmas special. Shh. We're not supposed to. We don't. Sorry. That's not been released. Sorry, I'm sorry. So his love for unicorns, love for and he's unicorns. a wicked skateboarder. Yeah, and one more question. Who should I? Oh, there's a gentleman there. I'm going for the bald gentleman. No, no favouritism. He might just have a skinhead. Well, you know, I, as a bald man, <laughs> I can safely say that is a bald gentleman. <laughs> Which I'm sure he's loving right now, by the way. Thank uh, you. Happy yeah. to be referred to as the bald gentleman exactly. on the international yeah. pod podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> How's your personal life changed now being on a hit series? You went from doing plays and other TV shows and bit parts. Now you got these great roles. Your role went from two episodes to pivotal character in the yeah. show what's it like for your Debatable. personal life walking down the street uh, <laughs> and everything your career all of the above yeah I think obviously a show like this uh, you have a lot more interest you know people just even sending in scripts just because you're, you're better known I suppose uh, personally walking down the street is it's, it's when the episode's on I find that it's only on the Monday maybe people will pass you and go hey. <laughs> well that's it you know 
So anyway, it has changed your lives, is the bottom line, hasn't it? Um, no, no, no. Yes, no? No, no. no. Okay. In terms of opportunity, I've been to South Africa to promote the show and dove with great white sharks. I've been to the state opening of Parliament. We went to the opening. Sorry, touch subject. He was working, so he couldn't go. Mm. We were we were allowed. We went to. We were allowed to go to the um, opening of the Olympics. I wasn't again. So I was working. Thanks, Ralph. Working. This is brilliant. Oh. These amazing <clears throat> events yeah. that you wouldn't yeah, yeah. normally get. I mean, so in terms what of opportunity, like? it's changed. They were amazing. <laughs> they were amazing. But they would have been better with you. Ah, uh, stop. Um, so yeah, but in terms of, I'm not living in a massive. Can I just get? Because everyone thinks if you're on TV, you're a millionaire. We're not. I'm living in a semi-detached. Nice semi-detached, don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing my house. But nothing's changed. I don't live in a palace. We don't fly first class. We fly economy. Wow. But in terms of opportunity, yeah. then, yeah, it's yeah. opened up a different ballpark. I, we've got to wrap it up now. I just want to quickly ask, have you, have you been signed up for another series? Is there going to be another series? Do we know about that? Can I'd love to do one, one if it was going. If, if they want, we don't know if it's been recommissioned okay. or not. No. It's, it's it the biggest show on TV. It's got to be, isn't it? Well, you... Stranger you things are happening. Okay. Yeah, All right. but we don't want to give it the kiss step. But if, if they wanted me, I yeah. would love to come back and do it again. Yeah. I'd Good. love to too if I had more scenes with him and a unicorn. We all want yeah. that. We all want that. Yeah. Just to say, it's the last episode <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. Final episode of the series, Christmas special. Bound to be on Christmas Day, I reckon. And the DVD of this series is out on Monday as well, I believe, yeah, to mention is, that. Yes. I just want to say thanks to you two. Thank you, you have been by far the most entertaining people <laughs> ever on the stage. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers, Alan guys. Leach and Rob James Collier. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>